hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in Tom and anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Talton Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God, I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sports Beat Extra on Beat. Good evening and welcome along to Sports Beat Extra. I'm Andy and here's what's coming up on today's show. It's all things Southeast soccer as we look ahead to the SSE Airtricity League First Division playoffs with Waterford FC and Wexford FC involved in the semi-finals this week. Shortly, I'll be speaking with James Keddy to see how preparations are going for Wexford FC. But first up, it's Blues Boss, Keep Long. Sports Beat Extra. Beat 102-103. So, I'm delighted to be joined by Keith Long of Waterford FC. Keith, to start, just a quick word on last night. A comfortable 2-0 win over Treaty. And did everyone come out of the game unscathed and ready for the playoffs? We, we scored late in the game, second goal. To make it comfortable, we had to defend a lot of set plays throughout the game. Um, you know, Treaty were obviously fighting for that final playoff berth, and um, you know they had to win the game, you know, and 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 hope for a result elsewhere. But it wasn't to be, and you know, so first half, second half, I think the performances were 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 uh, contrasting in terms of you know we were much better second half, um, played with a little bit more energy, uh, moved the ball a little bit quicker. The, the pitch was very heavy last night. Obviously the. Um, the weather, uh, the, the the island, uh, the country, the county have, have suffered over the last uh, you know number of weeks uh, have meant that the pitches are saturated effectively. So really, really heavy, difficult conditions, difficult to move the ball with any great ball speed or tempo. Um, but I thought our performance second half was much better, and it's it's a you know it's a it's a good result, good performance on the back of. Maybe a couple of indifferent uh, displays recently, uh, and certainly going into ahead uh, of a playoff against Athlone on Tuesday. Absolutely, and looking at Athlone, they got the better of you at the RSC back at the start of September, but have only had one win since then, and that was against bottom side Kerry. Does form play a part going into your playoffs, or is it, I suppose, almost like kind of a cup game where you just have to raise your game no matter how you've been doing coming up to it? Well, if you if you look at at, at loan, I suppose they recently came to the RSC and beat us, and beat us quite well in in terms of what they what they did. You know how they set up. You know we were really disappointed with how we performed that night in the RSC, and you know a couple of weeks before then we drew away with a last minute equaliser by Cameron Creswell open open at loan. So their form since they beat us has probably. Like you said, tapered off a little bit, you know. But uh, ultimately, you know, you, you've got to put any league form to the side. Ultimately, you've got to, you know, form is is important. Confidence is important. Is important going into into a playoff. It's you know, in a good place mentally, physically, it, it, it is not a bad place to be. Uh, but ultimately, you've got to treat them as separate entities. You've got to look at the games in isolation. Certainly, we won't be looking back at recent form against that loan nor you know the fact that we finished you know 10 points ahead of to our place in the league you know none of that matters in a playoff you've got to it's it's about performance over two legs in the in the semi-final you know we've got to go go up to that loan in a difficult place to go you know an all-weather pitch it's one of the better ones i suppose in terms of in terms of the, the all-weather pitches you know around the league so listen we, we'll be going up there 
hopefully full of confidence after last night. You know, boys put in a good performance, and we can on the back of that maybe we can go and uh, and put in a good display on, on on Tuesday up in Athlone. But we're we're aware of the difficulty that that entails. We're aware that it won't be easy. We're aware that we have to improve performances, play better, and and uh, you know the the, the group. The players that we have in the dressing room, uh, you know, can focus in now on on the playoffs. We've been in a playoff for effectively since I walked into in, in the in the front door at the club. So we've known that that was being that will be our fate. That will be our journey, you know. So now it's time to you know step up and improve performances and hopefully deliver upon results. Fingers crossed. And just as you say, take it back to the start of the season. I suppose the. The minimum goal would have been to to finish in that playoff spot. But did anyone see the kind of rampant display from Galway United coming this year? They've just seemed to be relentless from start to finish. Yeah, and I suppose I think I think they finished on ninety four points, which is an incredible tally, really. You know, to be as consistent and so consistent over the course of the season takes you know a, a lot of doing, and it's not easy. Um, you, you know, the league. The first division, you know, it is a war of attrition every week. It's it's not the most pleasing in terms of spectacle. It's not pleasing on the eye. Some of the teams, you know, would prefer to defend rather than attack. You know, sit in with low blocks and try and punish you on the counter attack, and that's that's fine. Everybody, you know, all managers, all coaches have a prerogative. They have a choice. They're working with their players and they choose a style of play that will suit their players. I'm sure. So, um, but it is a difficult league. You know, and and you know, even from the the contrast between the Premier Division and the First Division is stark. You know, the adaptation that I've had to make, that you know, Alan Reynolds have had to make, uh, some of the players have had to make to the First Division has taken some time. You know, we understand, I think, what this league is about now at this point, obviously. But you, you know, you've got to you've got to win your battles. You've got to win your duels. You've got to defend. You know, long throws, corner kicks, set plays. And Galway have been so adapted that, so good at that, so effective at that. Uh, they capitalised. They're really good in both boxes. They've been relentless all year. And and I suppose when you look at it and you sit sit back and look at the league table this morning, you you, you look at Galway and think, you know, uh, what they've done is quite special, really, in so far as that they've gone out every week with a with a mentality and a resilience and a will to win that you can only uh, only admire. So nobody would have seen that necessarily at the start of the year. Uh, they ran away with with the league, and um, you know we've we've been we've 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 also been very comfortable in second place. So over the last number of weeks and months, you know, with the turnover of staff, we've been introducing players, some players coming back, reintegrating players from injury, all that type of thing. So we've chopped and changed in terms of team selection players in different positions, etc. It gave us an opportunity to look at the depth of our squad, look at our quality, see how good we are, to test us, to challenge us, because lots of victories prior to the window were facile. We were winning games, you know, four and five, um, you know, and, and we weren't really getting a huge amount of learning opportunities. But we, we've learned a lot about the squad over the last number of weeks, and hopefully it puts us in a good place ahead of the playoff. As you say, it, it really is a squad effort, but we have to talk about one man, the sensational season, really, for Ronan Coughlin, scoring 31, 32 goals in the league, breaking a record. How good has he been and how, how important is he now in these two games? Yeah, well, listen, Ronan, it's clear for everybody to see, has been exceptional for us all year. And, you know, banging in goal after goal after goal. He's been, he's been really, really good. He's a Premier Division striker. I've said that, you know, on several occasions previously. 
you know, he's he's been our talisman. He gets gets goals. I think there was a slight concern, obviously, when we went out of the cup uh, down in Cork. Uh, Ronan coming off with a, with an injury, he missed uh, the the following four or five weeks. You know, and and reintegrating him to 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 you know full fitness in, into games and all that type of stuff have have been, have been important for us. So um, he's going to be a big player for us. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, he's been our talisman all year. Like you said, the record-breaking uh, season in terms of goals for the first division, for the club. And um, hopefully that can continue into the playoffs. So we'll need him to perform, start, you know, finding finding his um, his, his, his shooting boots again because I suppose he scored um, off the bench against Kerry last week. He scored, I think, away in Longford. I don't think he was accredited for the goal, but... You know, Ronan's been absolutely outstanding for us, and we, we need others to chip in. We've said this all along too. We need a contribution throughout the squad. Um, you know, from from our players in the top end of the pitch to contribute. So, um, you know, Ronan can carry this team on his own, and, and we're not a one man team. And and you know, but but there's no doubt if you if he's got he got Player of the Year, he got the Blue Supporter Player of the Year last night. Um, I'm sure he'll be in any any play, uh, team of the year uh, at the PFEI Awards, um, you know all that type of stuff. So personal accolades will come his way. Hopefully, Ronan can 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 uh, deliver us to to a, to a playoff final. You know, we'll starting on Tuesday in a semi final against Athlone. You know, hopefully he can deliver performances over the next couple of games to get us into any playoff final. He really, really has been on fire. So we can probably expect. At low and maybe to come with a bit of a game plan to to keep him as quiet as possible. But what else would you expect from At in, in particularly in the first game at home? Yeah, well, listen, they'll have no fear. Um, at Lone will 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 you know in many in many ways come into the game. And I'm not trying to play psychological games or anything like that. I'm not trying to use reverse psychology. But the last two performances against ourselves, you know, they've won and drawn. And and you know, like I said, it took a ninetieth minute equaliser up in that on the last day for us to come away with a point. So uh, they will absolutely, in spite of recent form, their recent form, they will come into the game full of confidence against us because they know in a one-off game they can they can deliver a performance against us. So you know they've got some good players, they've got threats at the top end of the pitch. You, you know they're good aerially, they're good at set plays, particularly attacking set, set plays. So you know that's what we've got to try and do. We've got to try and nullify that, limit the, the op- opportunities for them to load the box, limit the opportunities for them. You know to try and uh, counter attack and and make sure that we, when we have the ball, when we when, when we're in possession, that we do so with structure, with organisation, that we. That we're organised and, and and we're 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 solid outside of the ball uh, and when we have the ball that we're you know we're, we're we've got that discipline and the protection in front of our back four you know to 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 make sure that we don't get done on any counter attack because they've got some quick wide players some very offensive players uh, and players that that play a little bit you know off the cuff players that play you know are a little bit unpredictable and that can be a dangerous mix you know, for any team so we've got to be wary of all that but ultimately um, we've got to try and implement you know our style of play how we want to try and approach the game and, and bring a mentality and aggression to the game that, that hopefully the opposition you know find trouble to, to deal with Over the last couple of weeks Keith we were speaking on the, the show here about Ireland obviously at the Rugby World Cup and kind of having this monkey on the back of not getting over the quarterfinal. You have that little bit of history there. You've been in the playoff final the last couple of years. How do you manage that for the players going into the two games just to get their heads right and not be thinking too much on past experiences? 
Yeah, I suppose, and, and <clears throat> that narrative seems to follow a lot of Blues supporters around. So I suppose ultimately this is a relatively new group. We don't have the burden of previous experiences or pre- previous playoff losses. So I know there's some fellas in that dressing room that have been at the club for the last number of years and have gone through the, the pain and the hurt of, of losing a playoff final. So, um, but I, I don't want to burden this group with, 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 with anything that's happened in the past. So it's all about now. It's all about looking forward and, and what's important now. You know, what, what, what's happened at the club over the, last, over the previous couple of seasons, you know, is immaterial now to us as a new group, new management team in the building. Hopefully we can put in a really, really good performance on, on Tuesday, which will set us up nicely for, for to attack the second leg of the game on, on, in the RSC on Tuesday, or sorry, on Saturday. And hopefully we can get a big crowd behind the team, you know, that, that, will, that, that can kick us on and can help us, um, you know, to, to, to elevate our performance levels. And, and if, if we're able to do that, you know, we can't look any further than Saturday. We can't look any further than Tuesday. We've got to make sure our performance levels are right uh, for those games. And um, like I said, previous experiences in the playoffs count for nothing. You know, this is a new group of players and we won't burden them with any sort of previous history or, you know, hang-ups about playoffs and performances and not getting out of the division. All we can do is make sure that we're ready for Tuesday, ready for Saturday. And after that, we'll see what brings us. Finally then, Keith, just to, uh, to quickly touch on the other semi-final, Wexford and Cove. Very hard to call that one as well, would you say? Yeah, it's not something I've usually thought about. So Wexford came to the RSC recently and, and were very organised and we played them on the bank holiday Monday in Wexford. Very, very hard to break down. We won the game 1-0. You know, Cove, something similar. They've, they've beaten us in the RSC recently. They've beaten us in down in Cove, uh, you know, first game after the break. So, so. You know, tough place to go, Cove. You know, tough place to go, Wexford. Listen, if the game's in a neutral venue, the final, and you know, so so we'll we'll see what 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 the playoffs bring, but but um, and and who progresses from from that side of the the, the playoff section. But you know, again, we can't focus on what others do. We can only focus on ourselves. And last night was a good win for us. It brings us into. Tuesday in good, in good form with a little bit of a bounce and a spring in our step and hopefully use that to our advantage and, and, and capitalise on that and build on that and try and attack the playoffs, do really well in these games and, um, you know, immaterial of who we may or may not face should we progress to a final, you, you know, we've got to make sure that we do our work properly on Tuesday, do our work properly on Saturday before we can consider any um, opponents in, in any playoff final, really. So um, we've got to we got to make sure we do do the business against the clown and anything outside of that, you know, will be. Um, but, but our focus, sole focus, has to be on that clown. 100%. Listen, Keith, thanks very much for coming on to speak with me and best of luck to yourself and all the lads for the playoff semi-final this week. Sports Beat Extra. <laughs> And hopefully it all goes well for Waterford FC with the first leg taking place on Tuesday 24th of October before the RSC hosts the second leg on Saturday 28th at 3pm. Now it's over to Wexford FC's preparations as they look to get the better of Cove Ramblers in their semi-final with Ferry Carrick Park the home venue for that first leg and that's also on Tuesday 24th with a 7.45 start. This is Sportsbeat Extra. So I'm delighted to be joined by James Keddy of Wexford FC. James, just a quick word on last night. You were up against Galway, the already crowned champions. What a season they've had. 
Yeah, fantastic. Listen, John and Ollie, they worked very, very um, hard over the, over the last couple of years, especially John and um, obviously Ollie's with them this year, but they're full-time nearly four years now, so it just shows you how, how long it, it takes to, to be successful. Um, but you can see now the difference in physicality with, with the players training every day as well, so... Um, it, like they've done really, really well over the last couple of years. So, well, I think they've been a great addition for the Premier League next year. Speaking of working over the years, what was the target for yourself and the lads at Wexford FC at the start of the year? Tony, um, Tony Doyle, my force met him. You know, I had no pressure on me to to reach the playoffs um, or anything like that. Just assemble a team, and you know, over the next couple of years to try and get promoted. Um, Within three years, difficult start to the year because we had probably eight or nine injuries, you know, and and people saying, "Oh, you know, it's it's not happening down there." But it, it always takes time, you know. I think you need probably three or four transfer windows to to get a team where you want to be. Like, and um, so I think in the transfer window in the summer, we did really, really well. We brought in some key players, on Mason. Um, Luke Brown, Kane O'Malley, Tom Salou, and they've all, um, they've all added a lot of um, quality to the team. And what, what that does in training is it increases pressure on other players to perform. So I think you've seen over the last three months, we've probably the most formed team in, in the league. In last night's defeat to Galway, the first in the league since since August. So you're really kind of timing it like the, the long-distance Olympic runners coming at the right time and how important is that momentum going into Tuesday and Saturday? That's important because uh, listen, we're going to be playing against a team that, that in fairness is shining and, and the lads down there they've done really really well as well so listen, I rested key players last night and I'm hoping I think seven players didn't travel so I'm hoping that you know that the rest we were in, we're in in the morning um, and Carlo OIT and um, Hopefully everyone's nice and fresh for Tuesday. It's a massive game in Wexford, so hopefully they're ready to perform. And please God, there's a big crowd. But listen, it's only the first half on Tuesday. I said we've been involved and in, I've been involved in playoffs over the last few years with different clubs, and it's important not to lose the game on, on Tuesday. And then you know, go into next Saturday's game with, with with a bit of hope as well, because um, if you look over over ourselves over the last. Um, Last couple of months, we've much better away from home as well. Focus in on say those the ties against Cove this year. They've all kind of had some sort of late drama, a win each and two draws. Just to touch on that, the three all came there at Ferry, at Ferry Carrick Park on the fifteenth of October. It was it was a really good comeback from Wexford. Great to see that resolve in the lads, and hopefully they can carry that into to this week. Yeah, well, what you have with young players and is they've no fear, you know. We've I say our back back five for the last three months has been under twenty one, and you know you look around King Corby and Kane's only nineteen twenty. I think he's like he's been around a few years, excellent player. But like like I think Eaton's only twenty six as well. Like people think uh, Eaton's the finished product as well. He's a lot to learn as well, and. Dobbs is still only 20, 24, 26. So they're still very, very young players. You know, there's no one really there. Only Danny, Danny um, Forlong is probably, Danny and Huey Douglas are most experienced players. But 
after that were really, really young team. So, listen, the likes of Danny could play a key part as well because that experience does count in big games. And um, he has a great knack of scoring goals as well. So, you can't beat that experience as well. But I'm just hoping the young lads perform the way they, they have performed over the last couple of months and they go out and play with no fear. Um, as I say, the, the season has it's a, has been a fantastic season so far. And hopefully, you know, there's another couple of weeks to go with, with ourselves. You mentioned him there a bit earlier. Uh, Thomas Alua has really been in sparkling form since he came in in July. Six or seven goals in the in the kind of ten or so games he's played. How important is is that kind of in mid season to get a little boost of I suppose confidence and competition for other players? Yeah, Thomas been he has been fantastic. He has been a key player for. Us. He gets goals. You know he's he's a lot of other things in in his game that he can work with to improve. But in fairness to him, I can't knock him. He's come in and um, he's bubbly character around the, the training ground and. Um, he's always in good form so again he's been a fantastic signer for us so hopefully hopefully he's kept another few goals for, for Tuesday and Saturday next You mentioned that you have been in better form away from home but the game in Ferry Carrick Park on Tuesday how important is it to really get the crowd going and try and take advantage of being at home in the first game? Well, we're playing at home so the onus is really on us to, to go at, at Cove you know um, Listen, we, we've we've done a lot of homework this week and over the next couple of days as well. We we look at ways we can penetrate where where they're weak, but the crowd is really really important because it, get, it gets the lads going. Um, especially if you start off well, you know, it gives everyone a lift, and all of a sudden, like if you score early, like every massive boost, the crowd are gone. Their their down gears maybe ten fifteen percent, but I always lift the players. You know, you, you straight away, you're up you're up ten twenty percent yourself. So, um, it is important. But uh, the most important thing though, obviously, we keep our keep our nerve. We lose a goal, you know. So you just don't know how the game's gonna go. I've seen it before. Um, sometimes you can end up losing losing at home and and winning away it's, it's it's strange you know which sometimes it doesn't work out the way you think it's going to work out you know so listen we're going into the game we've, we've looked at them I'm sure they've looked at us and for me it's about whoever performs over the two legs and takes the chances um, and again doesn't make them silly mistakes that that, um, that happens with a bit of pressure you know 100% and I suppose it's it's almost an even bigger occasion for the lads would it be in the first time Wexford FC have made it to the playoffs. So, how good is that for kind of everyone around the club and the fans, and you know everyone that just wants to see soccer progress in Wexford the way that we know it can? That's brilliant because I tell you what, you know, I, I've looked around there last week uh, in the call game and seen um, young, young, ch- young children, young boys and girls, you know, out with footballs, and it gives them a little bit of inspiration to to, to come to the games and. The likes of Dobbsy, Danny and all the younger players, Luke Brown, all of them, Dara Livingston, you know. It's it's great. You can't beat live football. So, you know, if they're coming to a game and enjoying the experience, they'll come back. So um, it's important, though, that the club is doing well. And I think with uh, Tony, John and the board involved, you know, they've, they've slowly looked at ways they can improve the club. And um, they look... They, they keep looking at ways um, going forward over the next couple of years because you know they've big plans for the club and 
but it's important it's important that we do well on the pitch as well 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 things are going well off the pitch you know but, um there's good people at the club um tony and and john john gosman's around 30 odd years he's only seven years managing for 31 years so you know he's a good 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 person he knows everyone around wexford as well so and knows a lot of the players and he's a bit been a big help to me um when i got the job as well so um it's great for me to be working with good people that i trust and who are honest as well so the clubs the club's in a good place at the moment it's important that you keep them well, you know. As I say, if I use Galway as a reference point, John, he didn't get up. He's been full time over the last three years, but the the club stuck with him, and obviously in his fourth year, I think, I think it was his fourth year full time that he got promoted eventually, and um, that club is ready now to go and, and play in the Premier. Just a final word then on what would you say to anyone that's going to travel to the game in Ferry Carrick Park on Tuesday? Just support. Listen, the the, the game's going to be. Uh, it, it could be up and down. You don't know what's going to happen. There could be a send off. You know, it's it's important that you know that we just we keep calm and 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 support the lads through thick and thin and um try and help us. You know, help us having have an extra man like a twelfth man and and just encourage because encourage the, these young players because they they have been absolutely fantastic. Um, throughout the whole season, and they, they're very, very honest bunch, and they love playing for the Crest and and, and the club, like you know. So, um, and I'm sure, hopefully, you know, with a bit of luck, that that we can pass the test over the next couple of weeks. Fingers crossed it all goes well. Listen, James, thanks very much for joining me, and all the best to yourself and all the lads at Wexford FC this week for the playoff semi final. Tracking sports across the southeast. Sports being extra. Well, let's hope both Wexford and Waterford FC can make it through to the playoff decider. What a cracker it would be if it was a South East Derby playoff final. I'm Andy. Thanks so much for joining me on tonight's Sports Beat Extra. Up next, it's Beat Anthems. Sports Beat Extra. Beat 102-103.